Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello. Hello! How's it going? We are starting a cult, and thank goodness gracious that we are done with... We have to talk about that bald idiot anymore. Dude, I can't even tell you how happy I am to be just finished with that. Finito. It is one it's of those done. things that is just incredibly... It's necessary for us. You know, we need we need series like that because... Yeah, we need to do some deep dives every now and again. It, it's, especially, Remind ourselves. Especially on him, because it's like, th- that's something that we, we come up to a lot in many different ways, is we bring him up. And, I mean, I, I assume that a lot of people are at least vaguely familiar with it. I've heard the name. But probably not to, you know, an extreme degree, which is totally fine, because uh, after you watch that se- or listen to that series, you do realize that you don't need to be that intense about him, because he's fucking insane. Yeah. No, yeah, it's true. You didn't miss a whole lot, but we are back. He's kind of an idiot. With a, honestly, this is going to be probably the most relaxed episode I think we have ever done. Yeah, it was just the middle of the afternoon. I'm feeling good. Navi's here. He's like, he's chewing on something. I think it's a piece of his toy. I just took a COVID test. It's negative. It's amazing. What a good day. Yeah, we're doing good. You know? I, uh, funny enough, I, I for those that listen to the Patreon, uh, just a quick update. I'll, I'll give you a quick little run around. We had a we had a fiasco at the groomer yesterday with Navi. And oh we're yeah, trying to make him look good for the holiday, and you know they they really fucked it all up big time. Yeah, they really peed on our feet there. And uh, so we I actually I got to go back today. What time? It's four ten right now. Something I, like that. I got to leave in like an hour and a half. I got to go back and bring him back so that he could get what he needs because they they fucked him up big time. Yeah, yeah. So what it was, he was gonna go in and get like he's washed, you know. He gets washed, he gets brushed, and he gets his claws, like, grinded down. Yeah. Right? And they did almost none of that. They, th- supposedly, they shampooed him. Now, let me tell you this. Oh, I know they shampooed him because he was soaking wet when they brought him out. Yeah, but they didn't even do a good job because he still smelled like a dog. You know, like, when you first get him back, like, they smell fresh and they're, like, shiny. It's like, oh, you yeah. smell like he showered. He did not have that. He was soaking wet. There was still uh, hair that had shedded from him all over him. And his claws, nothing happened to his claws. And then they still charged us the money to do it. Yeah. They were like, he didn't like the dryer. It's like, well, 
just dry him anyway. And here's you know? my thing. Who cares if he doesn't like it? He's a dog. I'm sure he probably doesn't like it. You're not his owner. You're not his people that he likes. And you're doing something that he's probably not a fan of. Yeah. They'd be like if you had a child, right? And you're like, well, Mike, he just he doesn't like to take baths. So I just don't make him bathe. It's like, well, you're a bad parent. Like, that's awful. You, you can't the just not do that. probably through the roof, but, you know. But, yeah, so I, that, that's what's going on in my life. I got to yeah. do that. Well, I mean, around the same time, I'm going to be leaving here around 6, and I got a show tonight, which if I announce it here and advertise it, by the time anyone hears this, it'll probably either be going on or over. Or you could rush as quickly as humanly possible yeah. to get to the location. I mean, we're going to post this probably around like 5, maybe, 5-ish. Probably, and yeah. And if you listen to it in that time and live within the area and are able to get to the Franklin House in Valpo by 10 p.m., I'll be there. Yeah, I'll um, be there playing a show. Jake will be there. I'm trying to get my ass over there. We got to see how quick I can get done with Navi. But damn, dude, you're gonna come too. That's I'm, <gasps> I'm working on it. You, oh, We're, Navi's excited too. That's the goal. We got to Navi's kind of throwing a wrench in this plan, so we'll see what happens with him. Way to go, Navs. But if they're nice and quick over there, we can get them back home. Then uh, yeah, I'll probably be dude, there. Dude, hell yeah, me and Grant, Mitch will be there. I'm picking him up. Yeah, so that that's the G plan. You know, yeah, it's a busy day. Where every every my day is honestly for the first time in my life my day is banking entirely on a dog, and what he's doing. You know, <laughs> you haven't had any other days that totally relied on maybe like his mood, not or something like that. I've had days where like I've had to cut things short, or you know, cause it's like ah oh, he's been home for like eight hours, like I can't leave him any longer. Yeah, like he's go. gonna poop in the house and feel bad. But like for the most part, like that it's funny because like at work. They're, and it's always the days, like, I'll work late, so, like, Jay will come pick me up. And they're like, hey, we're going out after. He's licking my ear. Yeah, Navi's right in your ear right now. He is going to town. Hey, get down, hey, get down baby get boy. Down. Thank you. Come here. Um, But they're always like, hey, why don't you come? We're going out to eat. You know, you guys can come with. I'm like, you know, it's 6 p.m. My dog has been in his room since 9 a.m. I, I simply can't. I don't want to clean up piss like I, I simply cannot not even the piss thing because he's he's an iron man like the one day he locked himself in here and georgie had to drive about 40 minutes to come get the door because uh it it's an old door so like we could have we could have broke it if we needed to but you know but like i called him and that. i was like hey what do you think we should, should you think we should just like break the story he's like no nah, don't worry about it he's like i'll just i'll come out and like i'll do it for you and he was in this room. Not to be fair, we were sliding treats under the door, but he was in here for about eleven hours, and he was fine. He got out and he was super happy. And then he went to the bathroom for about three minutes, nonstop. Yeah. No, he's a, he's a dog with willpower, knowledge. You know, he could lock a door by himself. But it's like even when he pisses me off, I'm not going to leave him for. You know what I mean? No, yeah, it's of course like, can't leave the dog. That's abuse. I don't personally want to be out of the house for more than eight hours if I can help it. So I'm not going to make you stay in your room for eight hours if I can help. You know what I mean? Yeah, Navi. And I'm sure there's dog owners out there that are like, that's so inhumane. You need to get it's like, well, sorry, but I don't have the money to pay someone to pop in here and hang out with my dog while I'm busy. No, that's true. That's I feel like life. few people do, you know? Yeah, it's like everyone wants to admit, they're like, well, I would never let my dog stay home like that. Well, Good for you, because I don't really have another option, you know? You little puppy dogs. We both, we have, like, the same schedule. We have, like, a, a half-hour differential. Um, so, it's like, yeah, he, you know, on some on the average day, she's home by maybe, like, 4.15, 4.20. Yeah. 
And 420, that's when he holds it till, you know, and I leave around 730. So I give him one last pee and a nice pet, and then we put him up. Squeeze him, juice him, make him dry. And for those of you, like, you know, out there listening, I don't know if I got dog people that are, like, freaking out. When I say we put him in his room, I don't mean, like, a crate. Like, he quite literally has a room. He has a full room in this house. It's the size of this studio. And it has a human's queen-size bed. Yeah, we moved. Like, it's, he has a room. We moved the studio into this room because that one has a window. So now he can look out the window while he's in there. And he's got a queen-size bed. Uh, he's got all of his toys. I keep, like, some of my clothes in there. And believe it or not, he doesn't mess with them. I'm, I'm very shocked. But they, they're always intact. So he, this dude, is he's treated like a king, okay? Yeah, he's like a teenage kid. It's like he gets he's pampered. We'd let him have the house, but the one time we did, he, like, started tearing into the couch, and he, like, broke down the door to the bedroom and started, like, eating all the shit on the bed, which was just, like, pillowcases and stuff, so... Ever since then, we really uh, we keep him tied down. You know, doing all these things while I'm just staring into his eyes. Yeah, but uh, he's oh, he's a good boy. He is. And today he's coming on a little journey with us. So I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with my free time. I'll probably just have to spend more money because it's going to be like an hour. So I'll just go like hang out and like buy some shit. Yeah. Well, well, when you when you come, if you come to the show. Buy a drink. How about that? Nice. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll keep you fellows updated on what time I'm looking at and how it's working. Sounds good. Um, but yes, yeah, so we're that's what we're doing today. Yeah, that's the schedule. But uh, you know what? Uh, what's been going on in the world? Honestly, you know, right now we're not really. There's not a lot going. I mean, there is a lot going on, but it's pretty. I mean, you hate to say it, it's kind of standard. Uh, like that dude that plowed into those people in uh, what was that? Kenosha? Or yeah, I think it was Kenosha. It was somewhere in Wisconsin. He During the Christmas parade. Yeah, like, something's up with that. I don't. I haven't really read much about it, but all I know is something happened uh, that probably they don't like because I only heard it that once, and then I've never really heard about it again. I mean, it was probably, have, it, I mean, it may have had something to do with the, like, Kyle Rittenhouse, or what's his name? Oh, yeah, yeah, that did happen. Mr. Kyle, yeah, that was like a day before that happened. Yeah, yeah. He was a disgruntled person with the justice system. Which, I get it, you know, if you feel like he was innocent, uh, you know, then you're happy. If you feel like he was guilty, you're not happy. Um, I lay somewhere in the middle where it's like, uh, I think he was probably uh, doing shit he wasn't supposed to do. That's certainly not really up for debate. I feel like that's a fact. Yeah, you you can't shoot people, but you know. But besides that, I mean, you know, that's really divided a lot of people. And it's funny to me because it seems to happen like clockwork. It's almost as if they schedule these high-profile things around the holidays. Because we got that ruling the week, what was that, the week before, the Friday before Thanksgiving? Something like that, yeah. So, you know there were Thanksgiving tables around the country uh, that were just very, very divided on that very topic. Yeah, that ended some family relationships, probably. Yeah, and it's like, see, I got to admit, my family, we we kicked some ass this year. We there was like nothing. We just nothing came up about anything. Damn. Remotely like political, and it, like we're not like a huge political family, but you know, there's people on both sides, so it's like. There's always that tension of, yeah. like, if it happens, you know, like, there's going to be a disagreement. There's never not a possibility that it'll happen. Yeah, but you it's know? like, everyone, you know, we were all very civil. We uh, we had a good 
Thanksgiving, we watched uh, watched all the football games. Hell yeah. Dude, I didn't watch any of the football games on Thanksgiving. I was, like, disappointed with myself. I, I watched... Woke up, uh, like, oh, you go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. You tell I, me. Like, tell I woke up at, like, 7.30 in the fucking morning. Jesus. And Because <laughs> I was making the turkey. And uh, I was just, like, cooking all morning, and I was just, like, shooting the shit with my dad. It was just, like, me and my parents for Thanksgiving. It was great. That's nice. Nice It was and perfect. I like that. That's very but, calming. Uh, but, uh, dude, it was the first time I carved the turkey. Ooh, okay. It ended up just—it was a very dull knife. We didn't have much of a sharp knife, and then I just ended up ripping it apart with my hands. Oh, you didn't have one of those like electric knives? No, like, no, no, no. We just got one. the classic knives, and we don't keep them sharp. So, so I just I just tore it apart with my hands. What's the deal with it? I feel like I encounter that everywhere I go. Like I went to my parents for my dad's birthday a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and like the knives, the, like they're newish. Like they, I remember. I was still around when we got them. Like, they were new. And they are just, like, dull as shit. Like, they just don't work. And why is it that Gotta sharpen them regularly, that? dude. Use, you know? I will say this. You're just I, mashing it into a board or a carcass. I don't personally know anybody that's ever purchased Cutco knives. But... <laughs> the, 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 or those, those like, uh, door-to-door salesman knives yeah, or whatever? Yeah. I remember because my cousin, she, she was selling them for a while, like, when I was real young. And, like, my parents were like, yeah, you know, come on over. Like, show us show us about it. Like, we'll see what's up. And, like, the only the only part of the demonstration I really cared about was they had, like, a pair of scissors. And she just cut a penny in half, like, without an issue. Wow. And I still have that penny. And I just think about it sometimes. Like, how crazy is that? Pretty sure that's illegal. That's a, a strange thing to, to pitch. Yeah, but, I mean... It's just, no one, so, like, you can, you know, you can't technically burn money or, yeah, like, deface was, it or destroy it. Yeah, that was the Joker's biggest crime in that movie. But you can, like, roll it up and snort coke in it, and you can do illegal things with it. Yeah. But you just can't, it's so stupid. Every dollar has touched an asshole and has cocaine on it. Did pretty, I, pretty much. Dude, I will say, like, I completely, completely nerded out. Um it was actually at Costco. I think I talked about this on the show when I got the refund from Costco. Oh, yeah. Um, they gave me, like, the money back for my tires and cash, and they gave me some change, right? And I was looking at the change, and the dime that they gave me was, like, pristine. And it caught my eye because I was looking at it. I was like, that's weird. So I, like, grabbed it, fucking with it a little bit, looking at it. I was like, huh, okay. And it's from 2021. And it's, like, brand new. Good lord. And I was like, I have to keep this because I feel like I'm one of the first people to ever have this. You might be. You might be. Here, we're going to pause for a sec. We'll be back. And we're back. Okay, yeah, we're back. For you guys, that was instantaneous, but for us, it was about 15 minutes or so. Yeah, Navi's mom came home, and he gets excited. Yeah, and then we were playing with him out in the yard, and then uh, we were yelling back and forth about when I die, who the money will go to, and I said, uh, I will be given to the worms. Yeah. And then... That's how it ended, you know? And now here we are back. What yeah, were we back. talking about? I think we were talking about Navi's shitty experience at the groomer. Uh, yeah, it was that, and then we started talking about Thanksgiving. Oh, the knives. The knives. Cutco. Oh. That's what it was. Yeah, dude, cutting pennies. Destroying fucking government property. Yeah, no, Can't no, yeah, that. that's okay, okay. We got it. We're back. Oh, my God. Let me tell you guys. Destroying government property is fucking... Shouldn't be a crime. You know why it shouldn't be a crime? Because we pay for it to happen with tax money. That's no, true. It's so many taxes. That's how it should work. I, that's my piece. Um, I'm trying to know what else is going on in the world. I mean, we're, we're approaching the holiday season. We got um, Omicron. 
Percy I ate. Yeah, we've got Lur coming out here trying to kill yeah. people. Yeah, destroying humans. Um, The Jews, you guys got your holiday coming. I think it's happening now. Isn't it Hanukkah right now? I think so, yeah. I saw some pictures of candles. Yeah, I think it's coming up or it's occurring right now, so happy Hanukkah. Uh, Christmas is around the corner for the, the Christmas fans. Um, I really am not. I, I'm. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm an uncultured American person. What does that mean? Um. So I. I don't know when Kwanzaa is, and I'm not even quite certain what it is exactly. I mean, if you don't celebrate it, then it's. It's. I think it's okay that you don't know everything about it. And then also, uh, what is it? Tet. That. That's a holiday. Um. I don't even really know anything about that holiday, but Tet. I know it's. It's around the similar time, if I'm not mistaken. It all kind of bottlenecks at this time of the year. It does, but it you know it's like the winter solstice. Uh, we're moving in, the rebirth will commence. Uh, everything should officially be dead by uh, December twenty first. There you go. And then it will be hopefully begin being reborn by March twenty first. That's usually how it goes. I'm looking forward to the cold. It's not quite cold enough for me yet. Oh, see, I'm okay with this because it's enough to wear. If you if you're just popping in and out, like you could do it and not be like upset. But you, if you know, you could also wear like a light jacket, a sweatshirt, and it's like okay, It'd totally this is be comfortable. Just fine. Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. It's the it's the Nordic blood in me. See, I'm not. I don't like the bundling aspect just because it like exhausts you. You know, it's like when you go in and out. Like if you go to, like today, like you know, I got to go here, got to drop Navi off, go back in, probably go to the store, pop back. It's like the in and out of heat, cold, heat, cold. It just makes you fucking exhausted. Freaks out the body. Yeah, and I'm rush. not a fan. It, 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 I will say that it's exhilarating. It's a rush. It's great. Also, uh, extreme cold is just an excuse not to have to go anywhere. Oh, yeah. That That's is always good. good. That's always a positive. It's good. Just chill with a blanket. Oh, I love blankets. It's oh, Blankets are so good. I have, like... We, if you're out there right now, chill with a blanket. We have so many blankets in this house, and I, we use, like, all of them. And then we're going to probably just end up getting more eventually, and we'll just have more blankets. Yeah, dude, I showed up here today. You had a blanket and a pillow on your, like behind your head in your chair. You just passed out. Oh, yeah, dude. You're I just was, sleeping in the center of your living room. I passed the fuck out. I was just watching TV. Navi was going crazy. He was barking his head off when I came in, and fucking you were just, you were out. Dude, when I'm tired, I can sleep. Like, I, uh, like when I'm in bed, like, see, the, the thing is, like, Jay was not much of a sleeper, but, like, I am. So if I'm in bed, you know, like, when I go to bed, I'm out. Like, I'm sleeping. And you can do anything. Navi can jump in and out of the bed. She can get in bed, out of bed. I will not even notice. I'll just wake up eight hours later and yeah. be like, where am I? Yeah, I was slapping you with a pool noodle a little bit. You didn't even realize. Oh, where am I, man? And I used to be such a light sleeper, but then I think I trained myself because, like, what was it in high school? I moved my bedroom like to the side of the kitchen at my parents' house. Yeah, and I think I just had to adapt because it was like if I was sleeping, you know, people would be going in and out of like the kitchen. Like you know, my dad would get up for work and shit. So it's like I just learned to be a heavy sleeper. Yeah, to immersion stay therapy. Yeah, and now I still am. I am literally just knocked the fuck out, and I will not do anything. I can't recall the last time I was woken up by someone or something. So I think I'm also good at sleeping. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I just wake up. I'm so I mean, good at I've sleeping. woken up to my own farts. Oh, yeah, that happens. But then I just though. go right back. I will say uh, there's something about the the iPhone alarm. It either gets me, like, perfectly, like, I'm up, like, instantly, or I'll sleep through, like, all seven of them. 
No, same. I always set like four of those, and then I have a separate alarm clock. I set, I literally, like for work, I set them every 10 minutes for like an hour. Like even, even like post when I'm supposed to be up and ready to leave, I'm like just in case yeah. I have that one, you know? No, it's hilarious. We're it's, really good at sleeping over here. Yeah, we are. But uh, just a little update. You know, it's the new year's coming up. The show will be. It actually turns, I believe, uh, two. Is three? it two? No, three. <gasps> three. On I Christmas. think it's going to be Christmas three. Day. I mean, well, to be fair, it it really kicked off in like April, May, uh, April or May of twenty nineteen. We started having like regularity and that kind of. But thing. yeah, the the actual process of the show began about three years ago this month. Yeah. So we're reaching that time. Christmas That's hard day. to believe. Yeah, that was when you got your microphone. Yeah, and the then the day you got it, and then Georgia came over and you recorded the first episode. Yeah, and the first thing ever recorded. If you want to go back and listen. Uh, what was it? It's Grant and Matt talk Mothman. Yeah. It's like one of the first things we posted. I think it starts with like some music that we definitely don't have the rights to. No, it's literally, it, it's just Matt making noise through his phone. <laughs> I don't even. It's a good I, one. Do you read through that, uh, that Mothman story I found in the halls of Columbia? Yeah, we We just have a good time on that episode. We just see what, you know, see what life gives us. Yeah, 15 minutes. But we, you know, I do want you to know just cause this is a nice chat chat filled episode yeah we will return to format we just we needed a good palate we need a little respite because that five-part series is it's hard when it's about one thing now like skinwalker ranch was a little bit easier i think because there's so much you know it's like we can let's say you know i'm interested in this and jake's interested in this we can kind of separate and do that and then come together yeah but with Crowley, it's hard because it's one linear story. And you really have to know the details to yeah. get to the next part. It has to be like a written out thing, and then like whatever the other person knows can just throw in information as it comes. Yeah. Whether or not it's, you know. It's fun. Dude, just doing this like series, uh, the five-parter on Crow, Mr. Crow. Crowman. He, uh, yeah. It, like after it finished, I felt like we were like done podcasting. I like had that feeling. I was like, I forgot what it's like to do a new thing every week. And I'm it's glad, only been like a little over a month, dude. I I'm glad you said that because I was laying there. What was it last weekend? I think it was like Sunday like, or what's Monday. What's it like to do one off episode? I was again? just laying there. It's like <laughs> I can't, I don't want to host this show no more. Oh god! Like, like the <laughs> Steve Harvey no. is like I don't want to host this show no, no more. I was just laying there like oh god, and then I was like, wait a minute. Of course, that's I do. not what our show is. Like yeah. that's just one thing. No, yeah, we're gonna talk about. We have to figure out what we're talking about next week. I, you Good know, Lord, I don't even care because I'm just ready <laughs> to have fun. Well, I would love your input. You know what? Watermelons. Yeah, that's right. what we're gonna talk Let's, about. We'll figure it out. But I, it's nice to be seeing. I've always, but that's my thing. I've always struggled with the singular individuals, just because it's like. It, it's hard because when you do the research, you kind of have to do it all like in a clump, so you know the over like you know the beginning and the middle and the end. You might not know like the in betweens, but you know all that. Yeah. But then it takes us five or six weeks to get from point A to point B. Yeah. You know, honestly, I don't it, like us doing like a three-hour episode. It's kind of off the table. Yeah, it's just too <laughs> like, much. There's no real reason for it, but it's just like we have just a week between and. We don't really have time to get together beforehand. 
No, exactly. Very yeah, so often, we both so have like shit like, we do. Yeah, and, like, we'll just make it an hour's worth of stuff. It, I I like it just because I know like it's funny because I'm in a weird way like when I listen to podcasts, I like a longer episode that I can you know do in chunks, but. I, the more the older I get, the more I realize that like the short and sweet ones, those are the ones I come back to, because it's like I could pop it on and be like, okay, I got what I needed to get, you know. And you you have time. Like if we did Aleister Crowley in one fucking series, what's that? Uh, that show's really good. That hardcore history. Yeah, yeah. It, but they do like you know nine hour episodes, and like it's super informative and super awesome. But, like, who the fuck has time? You know, obviously you can't listen to it at once. So you have to, like, pause it or set a timer. And then you're like, ah, shit, I think I heard this part. And then you're, like, trying to find. You're like, oh, just, just leave it here. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I like this method that we do. It's good. It's good. And I, I think you guys like it because we, we definitely have people that tune in. Yeah, we just explained how we hooked you. So we appreciate all you guys that listen. Um, And, uh, yeah, now that we're coming to the new year... That means uh, a new calendar. We'll probably begin working on that soon. Yeah. Uh, it, funny enough, it kind of worked out last year. The calendar we did, it took us till about October to finish that up. And I think, actually, I think it might have taken us through the whole year because I think Crowley was on there. Yeah, we still have some things on there that we haven't done. So if there's some pretty big ones, if there's things out there that you guys want to hear, please, uh, you know, let us know. Yeah, we'll throw it on the list. Make it make it a special thing. Yeah, we'll see what we can find. Um, I'm sure there'll be some one-off things that pop up uh, once we get more information on the Jizzy Pants Maxwell case. Ah, uh, yes, Jizzy. We will. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about that because you know, we, I mean, we've done the whole Franklin cover-up and talked about Bohemian Grove and all that shit. So, like, you know, that's up our yeah, alley. Child sex trafficking is just a part of the show now. You know, that's what we uh, we. Fu- I mean. Not even we. I think that's like the that's the one conspiracy theory that's like prominent right now. It's like, yeah, it happened. Like, isn't that de- crazy? A decade ago, it was probably like nine eleven. You know, like everyone had their own kind of opinion on it. Yeah, JFK is probably the biggest one of all time. That's a timeless one. Yeah. Um, but the new one, we're we're kind of shifting into this very dark area of child sex trafficking and it seems as if like everyone in the world has an opinion even if they don't want to share it like they they have a thought on it you know yeah i mean it's i think i said this on the patreon the other day it's a highly polarizing uh topic it really because i think like sexual things with children is pretty much universally uh, recognized as a very evil thing Oh, absolutely. Especially like, anything yeah. that results in any form of like physical violence is that's something that is like that's like the the world unifier, you know? Like well, I shouldn't maybe say the world, but at least the western world Who that knows? is a unifier. Anything physical done to children, not even necessarily sex, anything even remotely like beating or anything like that it's it's pretty unifying yeah there's obviously you know some people on both sides but they're everyone at the end of the day can agree that like that is that it's not the best way to deal with it you know definitely not so it's especially in the you know the uh the the case of Ghislaine oh no absolutely not yeah that that shit is crazy did you hear her lawyer like like the at the very beginning of like a questioning of like a, a witness or something like that 
uh, he like made sure to tell the judge. He's like, "Yeah, I redacted this person's like uh, name from the report." You know, don't worry about it because they wanted to remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he said was just the name of the person that wanted to be anonymous. Yeah, that seems just like in faulty. court. Yeah, so I don't get it. It's going to be rife with a bunch of mistrialable things. Yeah, see, and I I've had this issue, and I mean, I've I've been talking about this for the greater part of like a year, um, when like you know the whole thing kind of kicked off with like George Floyd and all that. My biggest thing about court is I understand the necessity for it. I totally get it. I think it's a great idea on paper, but the idea of a jury is so just not appropriate anymore that it it almost doesn't make sense because we think back in the day, like the movie, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. I know I had to watch it in school, but uh, like 12 Angry Men. Yeah, yeah. In, in like that instance... It worked because it was 12 people that, you know, could come together and discuss. And there was no influence. Like, if you were to read about this case, it was what was in the newspaper or what was on the local news. So it was very easy in a a high-profile case to be like, you know, we can't give you access to the newspaper. Or if we do, we have to take out anything about the case. Like, you can't – you can only know what's going on in court. Yeah. Meanwhile, now, everyone has a fucking computer in their pocket where everything is just flashing on the screen all at once. Exactly. It's So everyone, like, knows things. And there's so many different, like, media outlets that, like, have opinion pieces on certain things. And Mm. people read it as news. It's a shit show. Dude, jury selection is so – like, it's such a long – process now yeah it's ridiculous well and it's it's hard because you have to pick people that are going to show no bias and don't it, nowadays we've kind of gone away from like the whole you can't know about the crime like it's more like you can't be biased on the crime because they're aware that everyone is pretty much aware but the catch-22 is that if you want to do it correctly and have people that are uninvolved or unaware of most details in the case the only people you could pick are people that don't have cell phones or computers or internet access and therefore out of touch with reality. Yeah. I mean, you hate to say it, but that reality is the internet now. Like everything goes through the internet. So the people that don't utilize that, there's nothing wrong with them. That's fine. But they're out of touch with how the real world operates today. Yeah, but I guarantee, like, they're still seeing things, like, in the doctor's office. They see something on TV, or, like, they're on the computer in the library, and, like, mm-hmm. shit's just popping up. Yeah, and it's... Like, it, there's there's no perfect way to do it anymore. And this is what I find so difficult, because when it comes to jury selection, you have to pick 12 people, and they have to fall within, like, the certain region of where it's taking place, you know? So... You have to get local individuals that are, you know, non-biased about people, ideals, beliefs, and the case itself, which, I mean, it's pretty simple. If you really wanted to, you could just lie, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're probably not going to do, like, a lie detector test. That's not even, that doesn't even hold up in courts anymore. No. And the biggest thing to me is that they let 12 people decide the fate of individuals around the world. Um... For what? They don't let these 12 people, like, these 12 people can't go into, like, a local government center and propose laws and be like, I want this law passed, here you go, and it just gets passed. We have no, we we don't get to decide how the government spends their money, we don't get to decide who gets the money, we don't get to decide anything. 
But we do get to decide if someone is guilty or innocent, you know? Yeah, and in some states, that means life or death. You're just like, uh, yeah, you should kill that guy. Exactly. So it's it's such a murky area. And then on top of that, obviously you get the judge. I, You know, the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing, you know, one way or the other, there truly is no denying that the judge had some slight bias. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, whether you fall on either side, if you can't admit that, you're not looking at it with your eyes open. I don't necessarily think that it it drove the entire case or the result. But it's something to, you know, keep in mind. But right, like, I mean, he's a person, you know, and people have bias. That's just what it is. Dude, not a jury. If you get, like, a, a charismatic motherfucker like a Stefan Urkel, he's going to bring everyone over to his side, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone's impressionable. Everyone's, you know, it's it's not a perfect system. I don't know if there is a perfect system. Just pointing out a bunch of flaws in this one, but I don't have, like, an alternative, honestly. Yeah, and it, that's my thing with... I don't even remember how we particular. Oh, we got Jizz Lane, so it's like... Jizzy. All of this case, it's going to be almost impossible to to do a case like this because the information that we have right now, right now, the two names that were thrown out within the first day of the court case being open were Donald Trump and Bill Clinton, of people that were regulars on the flight logs and visitors to the island for one reason or another. And you know what? That's not surprising at all. No, it's not surprising. It's really the other ones that are going to take us back that are going to, you know, make the headlines. Yeah. And and that sucks. And I'm not even saying, no, don't get me wrong, this is not my personal opinion, just for the sake of what I'm saying here. I'm not even saying that these people participated in anything illegal, but for the instances of this case... Those are two very polarizing figures. You have a old school '90s liberal and a new school Republican. Yeah. So everyone on that court or on that jury, I mean, everyone on that jury is probably on one of their sides. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, so it immediately creates bias. There's an immediate divide in this case that really can't be avoided because it, it has nothing to do with political affiliation, but where we are right now when this trial is taking place, everything has a political connotation to it. Yeah. So there's no way to pull back from that. And I wonder if, like, one of the things on, like, being biased in this case specifically would be, like, a pass with, like, sexual abuse. I feel like it needs to be. In in which case, like, good fucking luck finding, like, a woman. I feel like if... You know? I feel like you probably shouldn't even be on a jury, you know? You know what I mean? Like in any mean? situation. Maybe. I don't I don't know. I don't know. But I would really like to see what comes of this. I think it's going to be it's a difficult call because nobody in the world that's remotely familiar with this instance is going to be okay if she walks. You know what I mean? Like No, yeah. I think she's going to get off and then someone's going to try to kill her and it's either going to work or it's not, but either way it's going to cause a huge something. Yeah, and it, it's hard because I don't see that her doing any jail time or anything like that just because of the power and money that she's connected to, as well as, like we said, the political connotations. The judge was handpicked by the sitting president right now. And so, Lord knows what he fucking does. Right. So did it, when he was in his right mind. Exactly. So it's like we're in a very tough spot. But I don't think you can say that she could be let go. Because that would cause an uproar. That would cause a lot of problems. No, very much so. 
But yeah. how do you do? How do you handle this delicately enough to where everybody is okay? I don't think you do. No, there's no. I mean, it's the things that are like being discussed are so heinous and like cruel and bad that there's no like even if she goes to prison for the rest of her life or if someone like kills her or what like it's never going to take back what happened. No, oh, no, absolutely you know. So not. like, there's there's only a certain like threshold for justice after the fact in something like this. Yeah, it's a, it's a wild situation, and I'm 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 interested to see how it unfolds because. There's a lot, there's not real. I mean, I guess it's hard to say that. There is a lot at stake for just the the ideal of justice, I guess you could say. But past that, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's going to change anything. If this, if what they say is true, if you know that there's like an island for underage children where they're held captive and, you know, they're allowed, uh, people are allowed to come in and do whatever they want. I don't believe that a singular court case is going to put an end to that, you know? Oh, definitely not. No, it's it's all like the most powerful people in the world you've never heard of. Right, so... And there's, there's no telling where their tendrils lie. The know? implication behind that is that everything is probably operating as normal right now for them. Um, it would certainly bring to light a lot of the issues and maybe people would be a little bit more aware and quick to trust in situations like this but i besides that i don't really i don't really know what they're playing at here i guess you know i mean it is interesting like just like you were saying on the patreon the other day like the what was it the the president of msnbc or something like that and then the one at twitter they both just stepped down within like days of the trial starting yeah it was like immediate interesting and with no uh, reason other than literally no other reason than them just being like it's time to to take a step back. I feel like, you know, going uh, you know on vacation, maybe to an island. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, ooh, bad timing. It's like, wow. But we'll be following that, I'm sure, throughout the year, depending on what we get. Yeah, I mean, it's taken this long to get to this point, so I'm not expecting it to be all wrapped up within even 2022. No, I, this is going to be a, a It's going to be a long haul. We're in, we're in for it, though. And that's the thing with court. Like, when you have money, you can manipulate the court, and you can file... You know, you can appeal the judge's statement and then do that. You can keep doing these and injunctions. You can really drag this out as long as you want if you have the means to do that. And then just, yeah, live out your entire life just going to court every now and again and, uh, pretty much, yeah. Leaving, leaving the debt to someone else. But yeah, so that's, that's where we're at now. Uh, we'll definitely be following that throughout the next couple months at least. We'll see what we can get. If we can get anything, who knows what they're willing to release to the public. Yeah. And obviously, you know, on the internet, there'll be plenty of things that come out, but then we have to sift through that and see what's, you know, a rationally truth, a rationally truthful piece of evidence and just, you know, whatever. Get to weed it out. Dude, did you hear about that shooting in, um, uh, the, the school shooting in Michigan? I don't, I heard about one, dude, I heard about one and the kid was like trying to act like a cop. Did you what? see that? Yeah. It sucks that I can bring up the idea of school shootings and we both have a different one in mind. There, I don't know where this one was. I, I hope it wasn't fake because I saw it on the internet. I saw like a you video. You hope it wasn't fake. I, well, okay, yeah, that sounds bad. <laughs> I saw this on the internet, okay, and it was a video. Yeah. And it was a bunch of kids, like, they're in lockdown in, like, a classroom. And the teacher, I assume it was the teacher because it was, you know, they were by the door talking. Yeah. And the door was locked and it was, like, barricaded. 
And on the other side, you could hear, like, they're like, oh, you know, this is officer so-and-so. You need to let me in there right now. And, like, smart, you know, in a smart way, the teacher was like, yeah, no, I'm not, like, comfortable doing that right now. I'm really sorry. Like, we're we're on lockdown. Like, I'm not opening this door. Yeah. And as it goes on, like, you know, they keep talking, and the supposed cop on the other end of the door, they catch it because the cop is like, come on, bro, let me in. And it was like, they were like, that ain't a cop. Like, he, you know what I mean? That's not a cop. Yeah. And now, uh, in in this video, I didn't hear any shots fired or anything. I just, you know, I heard this is what it was. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's a real event or if it was like a video. Dude, no, I just looked it up. Yeah, Oxford High School. Okay, yeah, then it was real. I, I saw the clip. And yeah, I, I, that was very strange. I don't know if people died there or what exactly happened. Dude, Pontiac, Michigan. Wait, was this, a, was this the same one I'm thinking of? I don't know. That means like two Michigan shootings. The, the only thing I saw of the one that I'm thinking of is like they posted a picture of the kid from when he was like nine years old and it looks like adorable. But then like it, someone actually leaked his mugshot and he just looks like a fucking monster. Jesus. Like it's like why is the news doing this? Dude, it's I It's ridiculous. School shootings, they're really tough because there's no way to... I mean... You know, people want to say, like, gun control and they'll stop and blah, blah, blah. It's like, we're too far in. Even if there were to be extreme gun control to the point where we didn't have guns anymore, there w- they would find a way to get them here. Yeah, no, of course. The same way it happens all the time. And it's like, this is my big thing. You know, we're outside of Chicago, so we see this a lot. A lot of gun stuff. Where they, they consistently talk about stricter gun control and they're like, these violent crimes and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I understand, you know, the need for action and response. But the the majority of these crimes that are happening are done with weapons that are obtained illegally anyway. Yeah. So restricting guns, yeah, it sounds good, but it doesn't stop the flow of illegal weapons, which yeah. is the majority of crime. No, I do. And like in one of the towns that we live in, like right, right by here, it's right by the Illinois border. My uh, well, my mom was at like a, a gas station, and she was like, "Yeah, I saw like someone get pulled over," and then like your aunt called me and said that someone got pulled over in this gas station I was leaving. I was like, "Yeah, I was there," but it turns out like it someone got like pulled over, and it was like three dudes in the car, mm-hmm. and like six police cars came in behind them, and they had just like Uzis, yeah, <laughs> in like the trunk, just like a shit ton of them. Like, oh, that's kind of concerning. I mean, hey, look at that. What was that uh, about a month ago? In, in Gary, uh, not too far from where I'm at, there was the, that motorcycle club that got busted by, like, the ATF. And they were running, like, a bunch of drugs, and they found, you know, like, tons of, like, illegal weapons and stuff. It's like, yeah, I mean, that that shit is everywhere. Now, Sons of Anarchy is, is, is not too far off. Yeah, I mean, you know that's I mean? Uh, clearly a dramatized version of that. But it does exist in the real world, you know? It's yeah, like that, that idea happens. didn't, like, come from nowhere. It's not, like, a novel idea. Yeah, it, it absolutely occurs. It d- doesn't mean that, you know, there's, like, so much drama and, you know, back and forth and, like, oh, the tension. It's probably a lot more, like, simple. It's way like, less cinematic up hey, until the police come. Guy. And then it's like, oh, it's serious. Very yeah. serious. But, I mean, now school shootings are a little different because when you're underage, especially when you're, you know, a teenager... A lot of the times in school shootings, it's like, yeah, their dad didn't have a safe and he had yeah. guns. So it's like, I or like the kid that. knew the safe lock or something. I understand that, but it's also at the end of the day, it, it it's tough because it's the mental illness issue is I think a lot more prevalent. 
and who's to say that if that kid didn't have access to that weapon at home, that something like that wouldn't have occurred anyway, or in a different fashion. Yeah, maybe he know? goes wild with a pair of scissors or something. Who knows? And it's like, you never know. I mean, it, it's an impossible question. And, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of different aspects to it. You know, it's obviously it's probably more divisive than politics, if you could believe it. Yeah. But Well, it's, it's political. It's it's a very everything's political. Now. It's a very mushy, gushy situation to be in. Yeah, much like our flesh. I will say this: um, the fact that it's very it it seems as if it's become a little bit less common than it was, say, four years ago. Knock on wood, motherfucker! It's about to start happening every week. Well, yeah, I hope not. But it seems That's as just if because- <laughs> kids haven't been in school. That's why. Valid Fuck! Point. Point. <laughs> God damn it! It seems as if it's dwindling a little bit. I'm not a saying that it's bit. gone or that it won't happen because it, it probably will continue. Um, but I don't, you know, I mean, I don't claim to have the answers on how to stop it. But yeah. I really do hope that it it stops at some point because I don't I don't really understand why it has to continue. Yeah, I mean, kids, don't shoot anyone. No, that's obviously... You can take that home with you. I you hate know? to say it, but I feel like... I don't know if the D.A.R.E. program is still a thing, but I think we should eliminate the D.A.R.E. program and really talk about guns with kids. Well, if it has any similar effects that it did on us, it really just teaches you about the thing you're going to do anyway. Yeah, but see, that's where I think guns are a little different than drugs because it's like... I'm not even a gun guy, you know. It's much like, more expensive, that's for sure. Well, yeah, it's like I'm not even like a pro gun. Like everybody needs a gun. It's like I don't, I don't really care. Like if you want one, go ahead. Like I don't, I don't necessarily think you need like a gun that shoots thirty bullets every three seconds. But that's just my my humble opinion. You it might know? be a little overkill, but literally, it's also like if it if it's taught correctly. I think it could save a lot of lives because, I mean, there's a lot of just accidents that happen with, you know, the common thing of like, oh, the kid found the gun and, you know, he pulled the trigger. It's like, you know, if there's certain things that we could teach people of how to, like, handle them properly, it it's the same I feel with D.A.R.E. It's like, if D.A.R.E. was realistic, they wouldn't tell you, stay away from pot. They're just like, all right, we know you're going to smoke pot. Pretty but here much. are some precautions yeah. to take while doing it. They'd be like, that. here's the deal. Like, if you're in an instance where somebody you know is, like, high on marijuana, you know, do X, Y, Z, you know, like, make sure they're in, like, an environment where they're, like, comfortable. Don't let them leave. Like, you know, like, treat that, teach them the right way. Get them a glass of water. Cotton mouth is a bitch. Well, that, know, yeah, that's those. true. But teach them how to properly deal with situations as opposed to... Don't deal with them at all. It's the same way we handle sex ed. It's like, no one's dumb, right? They know that teenagers and shit, they're interested in sex. They're going to have it. So teaching them, like, sex is bad, you stay away from it, it doesn't do anything because they're going to do it. Yeah, it harbors shame and it makes uh, people do it wrong to where there's pregnancy and shit. Yeah. So like, it's like, ah, oh, well, Teach fuck. them, like, if you're, you know, if you're in a situation where, like, you know, you're going to have some consensual sex, like, it's going to happen. There's no, like... You guys are ready for it. You want it. Yeah, first like, rule, consent. Yeah, it's like, here's how you do it. Here's how you deal with it in a proper way. I don't think they taught us about consent. They certainly <laughs> in did school, not. school, they were just like, this is what happens. Yeah. It's not like, this is what happens if you both want to do it. But yeah, it's like, that's how I feel is like about guns. It's like, all this shit that we learn, teach like 
they teach realistically, you know? They they don't teach you the realistic side of shit until you're way old. And by then, Most if of you were going to do it, you've done it. Yeah, you, you know? just figure it out. So it's like, if you wanted it, when you're fucking 13 years old, if all you want in this world is to have a handgun, by the time you're 20 and actually learn about, like, gun safety and go to classes and shit... It's the yep, same as a hand job. You yep, probably got one by Yeah, you probably already have one. It's already happening. So it's like, at that point, it doesn't matter. But, I, I don't know. I'd say we... Fucking education reform is what needs to be done. Yeah. And do it for anything, anything right now, even politics... You know, like, the racial divide, things like that. Like, teach it in a realistic way. Don't make it so, like, this has to be, like, understand that people are going to run into these issues in their life and show them how to handle it in, like, a good way. Because if all you do is teach the situation, before they even understand what's going on, they already have their mind made up about, like, what they want to do, you know? Yeah. And that, I think, is the issue. So there's the philosophy hour. How about that? Yeah. How about you just don't uh, take your dad's gun to school, kid? Well, that's a big one. Don't Please do don't that. do that. Not even a knife. And also, just wear a condom. Don't even sharpen a pencil too sharp. Like, just be be cool. Oh, yeah. Dude, did I ever tell you, did I ever say this on the podcast, how I have a piece of lead in my hand still? I don't know. I, I, I remember hearing that before. Yeah. I don't know if it was on the show, Dude, though. it was like third grade. I sharpened a pencil real good. Real good. And then I've had too it. Too good. I, too good. Honestly. And then I like had it in my hand and for some reason it was like right here at the cleft of where my like index finger meets my palm. And I like grabbed the seat underneath me for some reason and it just went straight in. Ooh. Just straight in. And then I pulled it out and now I have a permanent like uh little black mark, little black spot on my hand. Got a little graphite in there, yeah. you know. It's okay. These are the dangers of school. And right, if they would have taught you how to properly handle a pencil, so none put of it this... on the desk first and then grab. You know, yeah, they never really like teach it. Even like the pencil sharpener, they never like show us what to do. They're like, this is just how it works. It's like, it's like it's a crank. If you don't know how it works, you shouldn't even be in school. Should I just like, put put my, What if my, I want to sharpen my nails for Halloween? I'm just gonna put those in there. It's like you will be killed. Maybe not killed, but you'll be in pain. You'll be sure. in a lot of pain. Yeah, but I I think that might actually be the episode. You think so? I think we covered a, nice a short, lot. Sweet one. We did cover a lot. We gave you guys some philosophy about, you know, law and order and the world mm. of... Maybe not the world. I, I, I speak in a very grand way. Uh, this is the life of an American person, you know? Yeah. It might be different elsewhere because I, uh, I don't live there, so I'm not entirely sure how no, it yeah, operates I, I don't there. live anywhere else but here. Yeah, I've visited some other places, but I've never lived anywhere else. That's no, true. Uh, yeah, so basically from today's episode, uh, don't, uh, you know, question the, question the, the justice system, uh, don't fuck kids, uh, don't kill kids with a gun, or anyone really, and then, um, uh, wear a condom. Those are the lessons from today. Yeah, those are big ones. That's good. I think, I feel like we're preaching a good, good thing here. Big ones. These are all lessons to teach your future children. Yeah. If you listen to this show and you have kids or you're having kids eventually, these are the lessons you teach them at the appropriate age, yeah. you know? Wear a condom, question the system, don't fuck kids. Uh, what was the other one? All in all, just be a good person. Yeah. You know, just like be yeah. be normal. Don't shoot anyone. That's what it was. Just like be be a kind person and like what, what happens will happen. You know, you know, it comes down to the thing that we keep saying throughout episodes is just be cool, man. Pretty much. Just be cool, you know? You just don't got to be a dick. Be cool. You could just be fine. You could be all right. 
That's how it is. And that's how it is. Yeah, that was the episode. It was a little relaxed, some high-octane topics. Oh, yeah. All right, covered just kind of off the cuff. But, uh, yeah, you can follow us on all the stuff. We are starting a cult that's Green Up Jake. Mish was not here. We're recording this early again. I have a show today. That is true. Yeah. And, hey, if you like episodes like these, check out our Patreon. This is what we do every other week. Yep. Um, we we do episodes. They're a lot. Believe it or not, they're a lot less formal than this. Yeah. Sometimes we have stuff to talk about. Sometimes we don't. But we we talk through it. Yeah. We just kick the shit and see where the world takes us in conversation. Yeah. Patreon. There's a link below underneath this episode. They're under every episode. So that go they ahead. Are. And click that. Maybe become a member. The, the elite. Become an elite cult member. Also, you can follow us on all the stuff, you know, all the shit. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we have an email: startercult at gmail like we were saying earlier, like uh, message us with any like suggestions you might have for p- future shows. We're going to be working on a schedule for next year. That we will. While we're finishing this one up. So have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.